Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I'm your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom to five, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories on how to run a biz and a home life, how to scale and grow, and how to manage parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. Hey, hey, my friends, welcome back to the show. As I'm sitting here and as this podcast episode airs, we are gearing up for spring break, which means kids are out of the school. We are typically going all over the place traveling, but this time we're going to do a staycation because we have so much travel for our kids' sports that we decided staying put would be best for us and gives the kids a little more friend time as opposed to picking up and just spending time with mom and dad doing our stuff. So anyways, with that being said, I thought it'd be a perfect time to share with you guys about how you can hire people for your business without necessarily getting people on the payroll. And the reason that's a thing is because I've chatted with a lot of entrepreneurs. And of course, you guys know me that I'm all about leveraging, leveraging systems, leveraging people. But I do hear some people say like, well, I don't know how to hire people. Like, I don't know like how to do the payroll and all of that. And boy, do I get you. But at the same time, like there are ways around it. You don't have to necessarily put people on your payroll in order to leverage, right? All right. So I thought I'd share with you today. As an entrepreneur, you guys may have tasks to juggle and outsourcing some of them can help you focus on growing your business. And some of you may be stuck where you're at in your business because you're actually resisting this opportunity to leverage people or hire or outsource. But today, we're not going to talk about hiring people on your payroll or internally. We're actually going to discuss the top 10 jobs that you can outsource from the get-go in your business and as you grow your business. And I'll also give you guys clear examples of how outsourcing can benefit your business as well. And maybe a little estimate on how much each service may cost you, even though, of course, that can vary. I just want to give you guys kind of an idea so you know what to expect. I'll also cover why outsourcing is so important for business growth and how to determine when it's a, the best time to actually outsource. Okay, so as your business grows, so do your responsibilities. And as an entrepreneur, you may find yourself having a really hard time balancing all the tasks required to keep your business running smoothly. And like I mentioned, it's spring break, and I know a lot of business owners can't leave their businesses. I know a lot of realtors that can't leave their jobs um, because they are relied upon and they haven't built the systems or they haven't you know, hired the people to keep things going, not just when they're gone, but just freeing up their time to grow their business even. So outsourcing certain tasks can actually free up your time and allow you to focus on the core aspect of your business, such as product development and customer acquisition. So yes, it's great for when you're gone on vacations and things like that, but it's also great for you to stay in your lane and to continue to build the business. Because if you're not 
out there building the business or let's say your head is stuck in the sand doing these all of these responsibilities, then you're you're going to have a really hard time building the business. So before we chat about outsourcing, let's go over three reasons why outsourcing is important for business growth. Okay, first and foremost, it'll help you focus on core competencies, like I just said. As a business owner, you'll likely have unique skills and expertise that you can bring to your business. So for me, it's typically network and sales and vision, right? But by outsourcing non-core tasks, you can focus on what you do best and leave the rest to the experts. This can help you grow your business more effectively and efficiently. And I do talk more about this in previous episodes in the first season. So if you want to hear more about that, you can go back and listen to some of that. Second is cost savings. Outsourcing can be a cost-effective way to access specialized skills and expertise without the expense of hiring full-time employees. By outsourcing, you can avoid the cost of benefits, payroll taxes, and other expenses associated with hiring an actual employee, right? And also, like, if you guys want part-time, full-time, like, you can pretty much outsource whatever you want, and it might save you that cost. And then third, scalability. Outsourcing can provide flexibility and scalability to your business. As your business grows, you can easily scale up or down your outsourcing needs to meet a changing demand. This way, it can help you avoid the risk and expense of hiring full-time employees during periods of uncertain demand, right? So like really, you can bring help in on an as-needed basis, whether you're you know, launching a product or whether you're in growth phase or you need to hire somebody and then you're not necessarily attached to hiring somebody full-time or temporarily. The difference between outsourcing and actually having them on your payroll is the fact that you, instead of putting them on a W-2 and you paying the taxes for them as your employee, you're actually just hiring them and paying them and collecting a 1099 from them for tax purposes. So it's basically just paying them and then they are responsible for their own taxes so you don't have to worry about it. It makes using them a lot easier. And again, you don't have to worry about adding them onto your actual payroll. So when is the best time to outsource, right? You guys, a lot of people ask me that. And a lot of times people say, oh, do it before you're ready. Well, here are some signs that it might be time for you guys to consider outsourcing if you haven't already. So listen to these closely and I encourage you to like take note if any of these call to you. So first off, you're feeling super overwhelmed with tasks. If you find yourself having a hard time keeping up with the demands of your business, it may be time to consider outsourcing. So outsourcing can help you free up your time and focus on what you do best. So if you have too many clients and then you can't handle the onboarding of clients or you have too much going on to where you're too bogged down doing emails that you can't focus on getting more clients. So that's what I mean by overwhelm with with tasks, right? Can someone else do that? And if someone else is doing that, could you get more revenue generating business, if that's your your lane. Um, secondly, lack of expertise. If you lack the skills or expertise required to complete a task, outsourcing can provide access to specialized skills and knowledge. Like I just said, this can help you complete tasks more efficiently and effectively. So 
I get told all the time, like, well, you just hire people for, for everything. What do you actually do? And it's funny to me because, I mean, they're right. I do hire a lot of people for things, whether it's in my home or, you know, doing a handy project or whether it's in my business, drafting emails or taking phone calls or blogging, you know, things like that. And the reason I do that is not because I'm I I'm lazy or can't do it myself. I'm fully capable of being a handy person myself if I wanted to. Um, but the thing is, is like it's not my area of expertise. And I would rather pay someone who's good at that and enjoys that and makes a living off that than for me to spend my time doing that or YouTubing it to figure out the specialized skill and knowledge to be able to do that job because it's going to take me 20 times longer to to do it right without knowing all the tips and tricks and having all the right tools in my pocket and all of that. So I think that if you're trying to do something new and it's something that isn't really going to better you in your lane, that hiring someone else to do it is is perfectly fine and may actually benefit you in the long run. And then the third thing that you may feel is your limited resources. If you have limited resources such as time or money or personnel, outsourcing can provide a cost-effective way to access the skills and resources you need. And what I mean by that is even now with online being such a huge thing, there are a lot of cost-effective ways to hire people that can help you in your business also. And, and by hire, I mean outsourcing, of course, but you literally have access to skills and resources across the globe. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the U.S. It can be Canada. It can be you know, Portugal, it can be Mexico, it can be Australia or Brazil or the Philippines, you know, you can access skilled talent anywhere in the globe that can help save you time and money, right? So there's that. There are many jobs that you can outsource, but I really, really want to dive into the top 10 jobs just because a lot of people I talk to don't understand like how easy it is or what I would have done in the beginning when I first started. These are 10 jobs that I would hire from the get-go as long as it makes sense financially. Like I have to be generating revenue or revenue shortly after I hire these people. And of course, this may vary based on your location and type of work you need, but I wanted to give you at least an idea of what to expect and who you could potentially hire and also share what I'm currently outsourcing in my business so you guys have a little snapshot of what I'm doing as well. So here it is. Number one, a bookkeeper and a CPA, okay? Sometimes you can find someone that does the bookkeeping and your taxes as well. But for me, mine are two separate people. And as a business owner, keeping track of your finances and counting can be time-consuming and super complex. And outsourcing bookkeeping tasks to a professional can ensure that your financial records are accurate and up-to-date. Now, bookkeeping is super simple. You can put it into systems like QuickBooks or Honeybee or whatever you have, and you can even do it in Excel if you want, but it still takes time, right? And if you don't have that time to do it because you're focused on getting business, would you rather spend time learning 
how to do it so you can do it? Or would you rather hire it out and focus on the things that you're actually going to make you money? So for example, you can hire a bookkeeper to manage your accounts, payable and receivable. They can reconcile bank statements or credit card statements and prepare financial statements. And the cost of bookkeeping services can range from you know, $150, $300 to $800 per month, depending on the complexity of your business. And I'm definitely using a bookkeeper for mine. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do this in the beginning with when I very first started a business in real estate. I kept all my receipts and then I thought I would keep track of it myself. And I really didn't. I didn't get good at it until I kind of went off on my own and started growing my team. But really... It's so, so important, especially with, you know, doing your taxes. And if you want to take advantage of certain tax strategies, it's easier for the CPA to actually like go back and account for all the things that you're doing, right? And also when they're managing my books, I know nothing's getting missed and it's so much easier for me to make monthly decisions on where my money's going. And it's just that extra set of eyes to hold me accountable to all of my transactions and what that's getting me in return. So I definitely use a bookkeeper in my business. And then I also use a CPA in my business. And both of those are outsourced. I don't have them in-house. I don't need to. I speak with my bookkeeper every month and I speak with my tax advisor every quarter. So all of that depends, like varies with your business, but super affordable and you will never spend your time like dilly-dallying in QuickBooks or doing those things. Now, obviously, if you have time to do it and you don't have enough business and you don't mind doing it, then go ahead, right? But if you don't love it and you don't foresee yourself doing it in the next five years, then why do it now, right? Anyway, so bookkeeper, highly, highly, highly encourage you to do that. Um, and this can be virtual. Sometimes it's good to have somebody who's here locally that you can walk in and go see. But mine is virtual and they just know the law for here in my state. Super easy. I send them my receipts digitally and they record them all and reconcile. And again, I chat with them every month. So that is that. Job number two, administrative tasks, right? So these tasks include things like data entry appointment setting, email management, all of this can be outsourced to a virtual assistant. And this can free up a ton of your time and it can help you focus on growing your business. So for example, you can hire a virtual assistant to manage your calendar, book travel arrangements, handle your email inbox, and oh, it just saves so much time and headspace. Mine organizes all my emails perfectly. And if there's anything pertinent that I need to actually see, she will reach out to me. But this alleviates me having to see all my spam, deal with all of my emails. She just really, really helps with this. The cost of a virtual assistant services can range though. So from anywhere from $15 to $30 per hour in the, here in the US and Canada, it just depends on the level of expertise required. But again, depending on what kind of administrative tasks you need, you can also hire from anywhere around the globe. And that cost can nearly be cut in half or more, right? So be open to that because it can really, really, really help your business if you can start leveraging this virtual assistance. They do not have to be where you're physically at. So you have access to 
anybody who can be good at this task. I definitely have virtual assistants in my business that help me with this stuff, and they are not in the U.S. So this has saved me lots of time, but also lots of money because I don't necessarily want to spend to have someone who could do admin tasks here in the U.S. The cost is too high for me. I would rather help a family and hire someone outside of the U.S. that would love the opportunity, and it's just been a great fit for me. So that's what I do. I have a few virtual assistants there. And number three job is social media management. And again, for me, I have a virtual assistant doing this, but social media is a critical component to business and many businesses out there. But it can be challenging to keep up with the demands of posting, engaging with followers and all of that, right? And of course, you want it to be authentic. And I'm still heavily involved in, in my social media stuff. But outsourcing social media management to a freelancer or an agency, it can be super helpful and it can ensure that your social media presence is consistent and also effective. So for an example, you can hire a social media manager to create and publish content, monitor engagement, and analyze social media metrics. The cost of social media management services can range from $500 to $1,500 per month, depending on the level of service, of course, and where they're located and all of what you want them to do. Again, it can vary. So definitely research, 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 and interview and see what works best for you. And again, like I said, I have virtual assistants that help me with this type of work. And of course, I'm still a little bit hands-on due to being the face of the content, but perhaps I'll be changing it up a little bit here soon. The fourth one, website design and development. So building a website can be super complex and time-consuming also. And there are a lot of sites out there that are pretty much like drag and click. Like you can you can drag and click and things like that. But when it comes to like SEO and like getting exactly the verbiage you want and then having the design exactly how you want. Outsourcing web design and development to a professional can really help and ensure that your website is well designed and it actually functions appropriately. You know, when I first started building my sites, I mean, I had it nice and pretty because I could do the cut and paste templates like on like Squarespace and things like that. But it was a little confusing also because I wasn't you looking at it from an end user perspective. And when I started getting people who knew what they were doing involved, it really, really helped. But to this day, I do use sites like Show It that are super easy to use. Instead of hiring a web designer, I bought a template and I can use that and I can align it with my brand and my business goals. But if you were to design a website from scratch and develop it, it can range from a few thousand to 10,000 or even more depending on the complexity of your website. But it just depends on how much customization you really want and what you need based on what your business is, is. Sometimes you just need a landing page, right? And then sometimes, you know, you need a funnel and you need a pop-up quiz and you want all these things. Um, I would definitely say I would have consulted a designer right from the get-go if I were to be super, super brand focused on like the lifestyle side and I had a, like the podcast and I had my blog and all of that. 
But when I first started my real estate business, I actually had a CRM that had a front-facing site. So I didn't necessarily need to have a web designer or developer. I just used a simple one that was, you know, 20 bucks a month or my broker offered a different one or an option. But you can, right now, you can find templates and companies that actually web host and give you super easy web designs to cut and paste into their drag and drop, I should say. Not cut and paste, drag and drop. But it, again, it just depends on your budget and what you're needing out of your site. If you don't get it built by a designer and you use some of these templates, sometimes it can be a monthly charge. But either way, like definitely work with someone that can help you get these up and running. And sometimes if you have like a Squarespace site or even a Show It site and it's still a little bit complex for you, you can hire people just to build it out for you on those platforms. It doesn't have to be from the ground up. So that budget can definitely be condensed to by the hour or however they bill. I pay for a template and design work for projects up front, and then I outsource work that I need for like project basis. So if I need something designed or a logo or, you know, a freebie or anything like that, then I get help on a project basis. But yeah, I used to try to do this myself. And then I realized I just take way too long in the creative side to do this. And then I second guess everything and I'm just not skilled in that. So I'd rather hire it out. Okay. Number five, content creation. You guys, creating high quality content such as like blog posts and like articles and Pinterest and videos, it's so critical when going to build your brand and engage your audience. And this is so tedious if it's not something that you are naturally prone to doing. So outsourcing content creation to freelancers or agencies can be immensely helpful and it can ensure that your content is highly, highly engaging, high quality, and consistent because we all know that consistency is so important. So I know some people will go, and and I'm guilty of this, five days and then I'm over it, right? I'm like, ah, I I don't get to like chit-chat with somebody on here. It's just an engagement. Like I'd rather sit for coffee with somebody, but you have to be there. But anyways, for example, you can hire a content writer to create blog posts and articles. You can hire a videographer to create videos, a graphic designer to create visual freebies or content that way. And nowadays they have like Canva, so it makes it super easy. But for me, even if I'm in Canva, I take so much longer than what an expert is in content creation. So the cost of content creation services can range from $100 to $500 or, you know, per piece of content, I should say. And it all just depends on the type of content work and the level of expertise that you want to hire out. And again, if you don't have a budget for this, there are free sites like Canva and things like that. So if you already have a virtual assistant doing something else and they're good in this department, they can learn how to do it. And so that will save you a little bit. But again, it's just super helpful to have this stuff all the way set up. Now with content creation too, you can ha- you can go on like Etsy. And if for real estate, for instance, like if I were a realtor and I didn't know how to create content, you can literally buy a package on Etsy for templates in Canva and customize all of those. It'll be super, super simple. 
So if you don't have the budget yet to hire someone, don't worry about it. There are a lot of easy solutions. But when it comes time to it, definitely hire that out if it's not your jam. Anyways, I have worked with many artists when it comes to content creation, you guys, videographers, photographers, writers, podcast editors, and also designers for things like my freebies and giveaways. So all of these types of people I have outsourced and hired because again, I'm a busy mama five. I stay in my lane and it's just worked out best for me. Hey there, let's take a brief moment to acknowledge our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by eXp Realty, one of the fastest growing real estate companies in the world, cloud-based and built for the future. It empowers realtors to scale in their businesses and lives beyond what a typical local transaction could. This is the company I personally hang my real estate license with along with my entire team. If you're a broker owner or a realtor like me and want to join in on the fun or interested in learning more about this awesome company, click the link in the show notes or go to my website at torymcqueen.com slash partner in real estate. That's torymcqueen.com slash partner in real estate. Let's get back to the show. This leads to number six, which is specifically graphic design. So I just kind of beat the horse on that one, but designing marketing materials and logos and other visual content can be super time consuming and it requires that specialized skill. So like I said, I do hire this out. There's easy sites like Canva though that can help you if you're not ready to outsource this skill um, and you want to dive into it a little bit more. Canva is super, super user-friendly and cheap and will save your butt on some things. But again, when you're ready to hire that out, it'll be totally worth it. The number seven job is IT support. So, okay, you you kind of underestimate the need for this. And <laughs> you guys, maintaining IT infrastructure, sometimes it can be super complex and it does require specialized skills. So again, this is something that I most likely will need to hire here soon or outsource soon. Um, but I haven't yet. I haven't needed to yet. So for those of you who are just getting started, outsourcing IT support tasks to a professional can really ensure that your systems are running smoothly and reduce the risk of downtime or technical issues. So for example, you can run an e-commerce business and you may need to make sure that your website is always up and running smoothly. Like you don't want it to crash, right? Especially if you have like a sale going on and things like that. Well, you can outsource your IT support needs to a managed IT services provider, and they can monitor your website for issues, perform routine maintenance, and provide technical support whenever you need it. And the cost of this outsourcing can vary. And again, it depends on the complexity of your technology infrastructure and all of that and how much support you actually need. But I would expect to pay anywhere from $75 to $200 per hour for IT support services. Now, again, I haven't needed this so much, but I think it has to do with the fact that I have a lot of different um, software as a service systems. And what that means is, you know, my software comes with IT support for that specific system. So if we have an issue, then a lot of times I just reach out to that system support and they help me handle that issue with that service provider, right? So like if I have an issue with Google, I there's IT support for Google specifically. Or if I have an issue with my podcast host, you know, then we go directly to that provider. 
Now, this is a lane that I have yet to hire in my other things now because the only other things that I would really need to get support for are like my phone support or like Gmail. And really my virtual assistants have been absolutely amazing at learning and automating many of my systems. So because they're so good at it, I haven't necessarily needed extra IT support outside of the individual service providers that I use for the specific things that I use them for, if that makes sense. So, and for the people that I have already outsourced, each one of those people is responsible for their own duties. So they usually figure out the IT stuff that is within their own department of expertise. So for instance, anything related to my podcast and support there, my podcast gal, she is the one that will reach out and get it all handled, right? Um, anything with my Gmail or with my CRM on my real estate side, that's my other admin that will reach out and call IT support and figure out the issue. So does that make sense? So like whoever I'm hiring in that lane, they're the ones that are making sure that everything's running smoothly. And of course, that requires them to contact IT support for that specific product. Anyways, so as I grow though, I think I may need that in the near future. Number eight is customer service. Providing excellent customer service is essential for success in any business, but it can be super challenging to handle customer inquiries and issues on your own, right? So outsourcing customer service tasks to a professional can ensure that your customers are happy and they're satisfied. For example, you can hire customer service representatives to handle customer inquiries, complaints, and support requests. So again, it, it really varies based on the type of business you have and the amount of clients that you have. And the cost of outsourcing customer service will vary and depends on the volume as well, right? So you can expect to pay anywhere from $10 to $25 per hour for customer service, just depending on where you're hiring from and again, what needs you you have. Um, for the real estate side, it's nice to have my business like handled by somebody locally because they know the local area and they can answer any questions on that local area. But instead of my customer service, I have my agents that kind of field those calls because a lot of times those calls are most likely coming from clients or potential clients. So either it'll go directly to me for any clients that I deal with or they can field those calls and they can help the clients out. Um, any other customer service usually comes to me through emails or reaching out via social media and things like that. And that's where my virtual assistance comes into play. And they really, really help out with in those inquiries and all of that. Now, number nine, marketing and advertising. Alrighty. So these are super critical and I don't even have to explain why, but it does require specialized knowledge and expertise. You don't know how many times I've tried to figure out like Facebook ads or, you know, the business page, you know, all of these things when it comes to advertising, right? So outsourcing marketing and advertising tasks to a professional have been super helpful. And for you guys, it can also ensure that your campaigns are effective and reach the right target audience. 
So for example, you can hire a marketing agency to create marketing campaigns, manage social media advertising, analyze marketing data, do SEO, Google campaigns, Facebook campaigns, like all of the above, right? And the cost of outsourcing marketing and advertising will depend on the scope of your marketing and what you need, but it can cost anywhere from $50 to $150 per hour, just depending on the types of marketing that you're doing. Now, marketing and advertising is a huge, there's a huge range there, right? Because especially now with social media, um, you know, some agencies involve photography and videography and ads and all of that. So you just have to keep that in mind when you guys go this route. I would pick a very targeted company that specializes in exactly what you do with your specific target audience, right? So for instance, with my SEO and with my marketing strategies online for my real estate company, I would choose companies that specialize in my target audience because they already know it. It's their area of expertise and they already work with real estate clients. So I can really see where the results are coming into play. Now, if I'm going to be marketing a different portion of my brand or a different part of my business, then I would use a different marketing and advertising company that specializes in that area of expertise. And that's just what's worked for me, you guys. So I know that this can vary. Um, And you guys can find people on Fiverr or Upwork that do little things here and there for SEO or ad campaigns or email campaigns or whatever you're looking to set up. But definitely do your research here because there are lots of companies out there and a huge range and level of service and cost. And again, I outsource my marketing and advertising just because I've tried to do it in-house. And again, if I wanted to become an expert in that, it would take me way, way longer. So instead, I'd rather leverage those skills and just give them my vision and give them my budget, and then they can run it for me. So I leverage this also. Now, keep in mind a lot of these companies too, like if you're paying for marketing, you're going to, and the advertising specifically, you're going to pay for them to do it for you. So whatever that cost is, but you also have to factor in the cost of your budget, right? So if you're doing SEO or you're doing anything online or you know, you're running like a television ad or whatever you decide to do, you typically have to pay for the cost to build it, but then also the cost to run those ads and then also the cost to maintain that, right? So there there are several different costs involved there. And again, you just want to make sure that it aligns with, with your business. And last but not least, 10 is human resources. Handling HR tasks such as hiring, onboarding, and payroll can be super time-consuming as well, and it can be super complex, especially if you're in multiple states and you're dealing with taxes and payrolls and all of that. So outsourcing HR tasks to a professional can ensure that your business is compliant, most importantly, um, and regulations are met, and it can also help you find and retain top talent. The cost of outsourcing, again, I know all of these are super, super varied, but I just wanted to give you guys an idea. But the cost will depend on your size of company, of course, and the level of services that you require. But you can expect to pay anywhere from $75 to $150 an hour per HR outsourcing consulting hours. 
I don't know if that made sense. But you can pay up to $75 to $150 per hour uh, for HR outsourcing. I have yet to really outsource the specialized category because I have a lot of my stuff with payroll done by my bookkeeper. They help do the payroll and then my CPA helps with some of that compliant and regulation stuff with my bookkeeper so that I'm making sure that I'm paying, you know, certain excise tax or like a TriMet tax or an art tax. I'm here in Portland area. So like an art tax, like all those things we have to pay. But and social security and unemployment, all of that jazz. So that I get help with, but I have yet to do the outsourcing of human resources for hiring, like a headhunter. But I think if I were to really dive in and hire, I might hire that. I might go down that path of hiring outside resources to do so. My admin can do it now if I really wanted, but if I'm going larger scale, I'll probably hire someone, either as a neck, another admin to do it, or I'll probably research other human resource companies and see what, what their options are. I haven't fully explored this one yet. But if you guys are looking to build a massive team and you guys need specific services or a specific skill set that you're looking to hire, then I would think that looking into the human resources um, companies would be a good one for you guys. Anyways, woo, I am winded. <laughs> but you guys, outsourcing can be a super powerful tool. If you haven't already, you know, it, as you get to know me, you understand I'm a huge proponent in like leveraging other people. And it's not just to get other people to do my work. It's also to give them business, right? So as I'm hiring them to do my stuff, it's empowering them to do what they want to do and to support their local business. So like as I hire even people in my my home front to do my lawn or to do my cleaning, it's like empowering them to feed their families and do the work they're building. So I just love that about the outsourcing aspect is it's a lot of, you know, businesses working together and it's really a partnership. So anyways, by outsourcing these non-core tasks, I'm also freeing up my time. And I'm getting access to specialized skills and knowledge and actually saving money instead of hiring somebody internally and trying to spend all this time and hours training them. Now, being on board to outsource is one thing, but then being ready to do it and knowing when to do it is a completely different learning curve. To determine when it's best to outsource, consider your core competencies, the resources you have available, and your current workload. With the right resourcing strategy, you can grow your business more efficiently and effectively. However, there are lots of trial and error, you guys, when it comes to first outsourcing. And so I thought I would share like the top three things that I've learned with outsourcing just in my experience as I've grown. and. I'm learning every day, but let me just give you these three insights, okay? Number one, you get what you pay for. As for referrals or reviews, just ask for them. It's okay to ask to chat with a client they currently work with to gain insight or ask for examples of their work. 
I also ask people who their biggest competitor is, and then they actually give it to me. And sometimes I go in and review them as well to see who would be the better fit. So you definitely get what you pay for. Sometimes cheaper isn't always better. And just make sure that you're getting those referrals and reviews. Number two, hire the right people. When choosing someone, ask yourself if you would ever hire them internally, like on your team forever. Like, do they align with your goals and your vision? And do you align with theirs? Just like dating, it has to be the right fit. And there are so many people and companies out there that do the job that you're hiring for that you can afford to search for the right people. Okay, so don't miss that step. I've made errors in that department and I have forever learned from it. And number three, treat them like part of your team, especially if it's for the long-term or ongoing work. You have to have clear communication and expectations and they wanna feel engaged. So definitely make sure they feel like they're part of the team. And a lot of times if you do so and they like you, they'll refer you business in the area that you do, right? So you need to make sure that they are feeling part of the team so that way everything, you know, you guys, you'll have so much more fun doing that. I've chatted with so many entrepreneurs and I can honestly say the people who learn this earlier on are more successful or at least they got there sooner, it seems. They aren't trying to do it all. It sure takes a team, right? You need a team. So after listening to this episode, I encourage you to take some time to really think about this team of yours. If you even want a team, and maybe you're not quite ready for that yet because you don't want to commit to it because it is a commitment if you want it to succeed. You can't abandon your team, (laughs) right? But if the answer is yes, then who do you want to have on yours? From there, all you have to do is start researching and start interviewing. And that's it. So I hope this episode helped you guys, you know, understand that you don't necessarily have to add people to the payroll in order to leverage people. And you also don't need people full time. You can use them when you need them as little as you want and as much as you want. You have access to the entire globe to find talent to help you on your mission. So don't forget you're building a team here if you're looking to grow. And again, feel free to ask me any questions about my journey, but Hopefully this has helped you move the needle forward in your business and life. Thanks guys for tuning in. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Homefront Podcast, where happiness is our true profit. If you enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us to learn, grow, and reach more listeners. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your home front and biz. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.